Hmm. I'm looking at this that scripture. The scripture is wrong. And uh, so we want to make sure that we are on, on target here. Every now and then you have uh, some glitches. So let me see. As we uh, look at the uh, scripture. Well, that's the right scripture, Luke 2, 8. We're, we're dealing, you, you know about the shepherds in the field. We know about the um, um, about the angels. I thought that as we come this morning that we put another click into this because I think that we need to also be um, aware of the theological, the God aspect of this whole thing. And somehow in, in, the, in the course of looking over these verses, these few verses, that God would help us to understand there's more than the guys in a, in a field taking care of sheep. There's a deeper story. Let's bow in prayer. Father, thank you for this time together and just pray that you lead and guide your servant. Thank you for our time. So help me to clearly uh, share with them what you shared with me. In Jesus' name I pray. And all the saints said, amen. So in Luke uh, 2, 8, it says, uh, and in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel, didn't say the angels, the, what did it say, what? An angel. Um, I, I don't know whether you thought there was a lot of angels at that point, but it wasn't. Just one angel. One angel showed up, uh, uh, appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. Now, I would think so, too. Dark night, and uh, all of the bleeding of the sheep, and all of a sudden, angels pop up. This brother would have been running, okay? So we... Uh, so we go thinking it through in our, our, our primary uh, talks here. Let us look closer into the experience of the shepherds who had an extraordinary testimony. Um, the profile of the shepherds, the proclamation of the angels, and then the praise of the shepherds. Broken down into three parts, three snapshots as we look at this passage of scripture. My prayer is that God will speak to our hearts through this whole thing here. So it comes now that the profile of the shepherds, verse 8 and 9. When we look at uh, the profile of the shepherds and in the same field in the region where the shepherds were out in the field keeping watch over flock by night, and the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone all around them, and they were filled with uh, great fear. The contrast, we look at the area where Christ was born. Just above that, just before it talks about the shepherd, something happened at the same time. Jesus Christ was born in a manger. And while he's born, it, the next chapter goes in, now it's talking about shepherd. Something big happened at that particular time, and the whole world knew nothing about it. The only ones who were witnessing uh, of it was, the witnesses of it was Mary and Joseph, the, the birth of the child. And then the Lord says, I choose, and he goes around, not the dignitaries, not the governors, I choose shepherds. 
God can choose whoever he wants, right? When God says, I choose, my question is, will you be the person in your right place that he can choose you? We'll talk a little bit more about the shepherds here. The, kind, the characters of the shepherds. Um, one thing about the, the shepherds is that they had to be trustworthy and all these other things that, that took place. And um, it would be a lonely job for them. They'd be trustworthy, dependable, able, alert. With all of the qualifications, where do you think these guys would be and how much money they would make today? This was a lonely job. If, if a shepherd was here, he'd say, I tell you, Every day, my waking hours, we had a lonely job. A job that people really don't care about. Matter of fact, this twisting a little bit here, let's say something that happens in your at least once a week. The garbage, they used to say garbage man. Now they have, they, systematically they have changed the word around to sanitation uh, engineer. You know, they, 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 you, you, you can work at McDonald's and you, you may be busting dishes and you are the hygienic. You still got a job. While everybody out there eating and having a great time, you busting dishes and washing and all these other things, you have to make it happen. And who cares about you in the back? Just produce the sheep that they have to be, as far as God is concerned, they have to be blameless and everything else. Who says thank you to a dishwasher? Who say thank you to the cooks behind the wall, because usually you can't see them. But they had to do the cutting, and they had to do all of these things in order for. And this world, the benefits that we have because of our salvation, and what was happening at the temple, the reason that they had the perfect lambs and everything else, somebody had to put their lives on the line. And they were called shepherds. You do it, and there's no thank you for it. And if you mess up, your life is messed up. Because you messed up on temple stuff. And I can imagine sometime in those dark nights when it's more than just the bleeding of the sheep. Now he had to, they had to fight off some of the predators. Is it worth it? The cold. The animals, sheep are always infighting. They'll walk off, because they can't see more than about 10 feet. They'll walk all, off and eat in the grass, and they'll get themselves lost. When you think about this, the storyline says, and they just said, the shepherds. The shepherds. 
when I was talking to the pastors, again, we, we talked about sometimes all the things that's never put up front, but you still have to do it regardless. And we made a vow this Sunday, I mean, this, uh, this, this week, Tuesday, when we usually meet. We vowed a covenant with ourselves to stay with this stuff. It's not, it's not dependent on how many people. It's not dependent on just be, bloom where you're planted. Are, are you hearing me? If God gave you a job, it's a hard job. At least you have a job. Bloom where you're planted. Be diligent. Meanwhile, one of the things about it is that as we talk about the shepherds, don't you know God saw them there? Don't you know he realized all that they were up against? And if God chose to announce, Lord, shepherds? They were available. Their whole lives were wrapped around those sheep. And they didn't grumble either. Because it says, my sheep hear my voice. Sheep learn to hear the shepherd's voice because it has to be a tender voice. It has to be a voice that they can they depend on and feel at peace with. Real quickly, and I was in the service. Uh, I was a chaplain assistant. And I was looking out my window. And as I looked out my window, uh, this shepherd in Germany, this shepherd was carrying it, bringing his sheep across our grass, a large flock. And as he walked, there was, you could not hear a sound. But there was something about his walking. All the sheep followed him. And the Lord, this is the day of not only the sun appearing, but the Lord also, the God is also want to share with some shepherds in a lonely place. There are some times that you find yourself in a lonely place. Does anyone know what I'm going through? Does God care? And in those moments, I want to let you know that the same God in heaven that had been watching those shepherds all that time, he's getting, he's getting ready to bust it open. You know why? They're going to be invited to something that the world will never experience. It will never have experience in all eternity past Probably at that time, but never again. And you would think that God would have a big crowd. No, God says, they are selected. I want these few people where I can put on my show. And I'm going to show off in front of these guys. The condition of the, of the men keeping watch over their, their sheep at night Lonely, dirty, dangerous, demanding. The change, uh, the uh, change angels suddenly appeared. See these shepherds. You think they could say, "Well, I'm going. I'm going to worship the Lord." Work after being with sheep. You know what shepherd would smell like. It doesn't talk about too many shepherds, quote, being in the temple. Of course, we hear about David. But the whole idea is that shepherds stayed with the sheep. The smell, 
Consider this. God's spectacular announcement were made in a dark, dangerous, and demanding place to a few shepherds. That's what God chose. He shows a picture of Jesus Christ born in the manger. Then he says, I want you to look at this, and I want to be a part of the word, what I'm getting ready to do to those who bloom where they planted. Observation. Everything has been orchestrated by God, even the moment and mundane things of life. Question. Why were these shepherds and conditions used to initiate God's entrance in the world to save it from his wrath? The whole purpose of Jesus Christ's birth, the announcements to the shepherds, was clearly this. God's wrath will come. And Jesus Christ was making it very clear. That's what's going to happen. Well, the proclamation of the angels. When we talk about the proclamation of the angels, the angels' manifestation, and the angels said to him, Fear not, for behold, I bring to you good tidings of great joy that will be for all the people. The angels' message. For unto you, you guys, now, they're already in shock, but I want you to notice something here. The first thing is that when he showed up, he made sure that, he says, fear not. Don't, don't, this, I'm not coming to take you out or anything. I'm just going to tell you a message. Be calm, guys. For unto you, this is a special invitation, to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Observation. Although Christ's birth was for all mankind, this angel made it very personal. Unto you is born. There are some things that God says just for you. Not better, not everybody else won't be rejoicing, though, just for you. I just want to let you know this is personal. It's, it's that God so loved the world. Yeah, but I want you to let you know God loved you. And unto you, you shepherds out here putting your life on the line, unto you, I want to let you know. Our children up to let you know. Was born a Savior. It's born a Savior. The angels' magnificent display of, of worship and praise. And suddenly, there was with a, with a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, let's read it, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those through whom he is pleased. Now, the observation here is very simple. In this narrative, God our Father has made a significant point that must be etched into our hearts and minds. What is that significant point? What, are, what is it? People are primary. You guys, you got your theater seat. All of a sudden, in that deep, dark Judean night, these guys are sitting, are, they're taking care of the sheep, doing their job, and all of a sudden, boom, myriads of, myriads of angels show up. The sky is lit up, and guess, guess what? While this is going on, nobody even knows it's going on. It's only for them to see. 
Other folks did not see it. They had to tell it. It was a show just for them, just for the faithful. Unto you is born. And these guys, I can imagine these, these guys, they are already shocked by the angels. And then all of a sudden, the angelic host breaks out. So one angel, and then all of a sudden, all of these angels broke out. Glory to God in the highest. Peace on earth, goodwill to men. And I can imagine these guys saying, my goodness, wow. That's better than the bleeding of the sheep. But they weren't home yet. God just had a moment. Just, it was just their moment. It was just their, their significant moment that God says, I recognize what you're doing. I know what you're going through. And I want to let you know that what the world was looking for, what the prophets were prophesying on, what everybody was anticipating, He's here. Not only is he here, there's some things I want you to do as a result of it. So, <clears throat> the results of it says, when the angels went away from them into the, the heavens, <clears throat> the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying, the Lord had been, had been what, uh, that the Lord had told them concerning the child, this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. It, that's the whole of the verses. Other scriptures talked about what they did. But all of a sudden you find they got the message from the angels. Here's what you do. We want you to go to Bethlehem to validate what we just said. You'll be the first witnesses. Now you go ahead and go ahead and say. And these shepherds, understand now, they had, had the sheep. I don't know what it God said. I got your sheep. Don't worry about it. You guys, you go and you go see the Savior of the world. Yeshua. There are four basic uh, brief snapshots. One, they decided. Two, they diligently put their plan into action. Four, they discovered and confirmed the angel's uh, announcement. They declared with greater enthusiasm their testimony concerning the Christ child. After they heard the angels, after they had their show, that great display, they said, now I need to do something with it. I need to do, what do you do with a message that God gives you? Do you just take it in and say, God bless my soul? The scripture says that they, they went out and they shared it with, with the others. And I think that's very important. One last thing. God our Father is at work to accomplish his eternal plan all to his glory. We have the responsibility to bloom where we are planted, leaving room for our Father to miraculously show up 
in our lives. There is, it's so important. If we're going to look at this, the storyline again, understand where these guys were. Some say they didn't deserve it. God just said, God chooses that. I chose them. The things that happens in your life, I have chosen it. There are some things that are hard. God says, I have permitted it. But don't get bent out at what's happening. Understand that I'm in control and I will be glorified and you will be totally satisfied. They were totally satisfied. I can go back in the dark now. I can go back to the bleeding sheep and I can go back and fight off the animals and, and hold the responsibility because I'm a shepherd. But I saw a shepherd of the shepherd born in a manger. And an angel, how I found it was not by my GPS either. It's just that I went there, and when we, we, when we went there, we saw the Christ child that the nation of Israel was going to, was promised that child had come alive and, and laying in a manger or a feed trough. It doesn't matter how he came in. It's how he's going to go out and come back for us. So when we had the opportunities, we, we had the, whenever they have something that is um, new, they always have certain dignitaries to see it first, a preview. And then they let the rest of the world know about it. The Lord says, you guys in my eyes are shepherds and my dignitaries. And I want you to see this. On this Christmas, that's why I don't, basically I, I try to avoid Merry Christmas. It should be, have a very meaningful Christmas. Meaningful is, number one, God, as great as he is, as powerful as he is, sent his son to die on the cross of Calvary. First, through the lowest part, a baby being born and laid in a feed trough. And with this, God is saying, I'm showing you how low I will stoop to reach where you are. Don't ever call me unfair when I've been this faithful to you. And then when it comes down to my selection, don't you think, it's good, it's very important in this physical world, don't you think that your education, what people say about you, don't you let people define who you are. You are already stamped, and I know where you are. You might be a shepherd, or you might be a dishwasher. You might be in a place where no one really cares. But I'm there with you. And don't be surprised that I might show up. And the show will just be for you. Because you bloomed in your, 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 your place that I planted you. And you've been faithful. And something else, when you walk away, you will have a testimony that no one else can share. 
You have seen what no one else was able to see. And when you get to glory, you'll be the only one in glory. And say, who are you? We're the shepherds. We're the one that God gave us the display of Jesus Christ coming into the world. We're the shepherds, and he showed us exactly where he was located. We're the shepherd, and, when, and then when we opened our mouths, we didn't keep it to ourselves. We told the surrounding community. We told them everything. And God used that news, and it says, and the people were really concerned about this news that they never experienced. And these shepherds? brought it meanwhile they're going back into the dark praising the lord bad bleeding sheep back on the job and you know what god wants you even after the christmas season and all is over and everything else what did god give you to do the next question why aren't you doing it and if you are stay by the stuff don't move. Be there where God can use you. My prayer this morning is for you as believers to look at Christmas from a different perspective. That as we look at Christmas, we look at the opportunity to praise the Lord for being such a great God to come down to us for our salvation. And if you don't know Christ, in closing, if you don't know Christ, let me say this. God is still here. He's Jehovah Shammah, which means God is there. All you have to say is, Lord Jesus, I recognize I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself. I recognize that Jesus Christ died on the cross of Calvary for my sins. And I'm asking that you forgive me of my sins. Wash my sins away. Make me a part of your family. You know what? If God went through this extreme to save us, then I, as the preacher say one more thing. If God went that, to that extreme to save us, what is the world going to? Listen carefully. If God went to this extreme of the birth of his son to the death of his son to go through all of this to save us from his wrath, my God, what is the extent of that wrath that will be throughout all eternity? And here's what God said in his word. He says that the lake of fire was not prepared for us. It was prepared for what? The devil and his angels. God never intended for any man to go where Satan and his angels. And why? Because the angels knew God. They saw his glory. And, and Satan, he directed the choir. And they chose to go against a holy God. And God says, there is no repentance for you. You have seen my glory. But you know what? To us, a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. May we 
tell, tell God, I thank you, Lord, and I appreciate it, and I want to live a life that shows that type of appreciation. Let's bow in prayer. Father, thank you for the saints of God, for their patience as we went over this story. And it's my prayer that we bloom where we planted. Might, be not, might not be appreciated. Um, might be, not be all the things that we would want to happen in our lives. But you know, this is where we should be. Lord, help us to do that because we know we'll be in your will, in your way, and you'll take care of the rest. So I pray for each one of the believers. Thank you for their coming this morning to worship you in spirit and truth. In Jesus' name we pray. And all the saints said.